This is our special Halloween edition. Oh, you got stuff? Uh, I was thinking about putting on a mask. I don't have stuff. Basically, there's a uh, fancy dress box that I've still not put away. And this one isn't really a mask. It's more just like a masquerade <laughs> thing. And it, and it doesn't look as cool when it's around <laughs> my headphones. But no, it looks great. I can't be... <laughs> and I have a pumpkin in here, but I'm not getting it out. Oh, man. Anyway. Now, if it's stupid, then Hello. I'm not uh, in costume. Okay, this looks... Rid I mean, I'm wearing a Sweden <laughs> shirt. Come on. It's not, it's not really a costume. That's scary, this dude. This is ridiculous. That is scary. <laughs> but it looks worse on the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod. The spooky input reaver 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 Um edition for Halloween. And uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm your host, Ashley. Sorry, I'm a bit off today of sorts. Um, been off for a few weeks. And of course, opposite me, uh, virtually at least, is uh, creepy cadaver Chris. I am a ghost. Be, <laughs> be, be very afraid. Ooh. For I am haunting this podcast until the end. So of today. Phase. Well, today, later on, we're going to have a, another guest on here. Another Chris. Chris Part 2. This is going to and be we're weird. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be weird. We need to think of other names for you both. Um, Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark. Of course. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Um, anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> I swear we reference this every yeah, week. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, so Chris is going to be here later on. Chris Sinister. Uh, sort of... I don't even know how to describe him best. He does rock music, but he also does horror core of sorts. He also does bluegrass and like sort of 1950s rock and roll. Yeah. He, he does a bit of everything. And he's been on here before, but he's now moved back to Italy. And he'll be talking to us later about the music he's working on and uh, how horror influences his music. So that's perfect for a Halloween edition. Do you celebrate Halloween at all, Chris? Um, or not really? We always buy sweets for them kids but the kids never like come to our apartment building so we eat the sweets ourselves and then we feel sick uh, oh, okay <laughs> and that's about it now uh, other than that we don't really celebrate halloween because i am not a huge fan of putting on costumes i don't know ah uh, same same it's not a big thing to me to dress up or yeah and i don't like scary stuff mm -hmm. so i'm not particularly uh I'm not particularly inclined to celebrate Halloween. You should dress up as a way. sexy cat then, or a nurse. So what is it <laughs> with with women? Now we're ranting. It's got nothing to do with music. If you've tuned in for musical chat today, I would tune <laughs> yeah, off. Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, what is it with um, with this kind of sexy zombie, sexy vampire sexy whatever thing that i mean of course women wear what you want do you want i don't give a shit but i just don't understand where it's come from mm. i don't i don't get it i mean if i'd be ripped as fuck i would always like not wear anything so well, i mean true. if you have the body what oh my god now we're getting into the really political correctness stuff <laughs> if you feel comfortable with your body then you there you should <laughs> if you're fit <laughs> Got it. <laughs> if you're fit, show it. And if you're not, don't. No. <laughs> We're joking, of course. We all like attractive people, right? Uh, but we're joking. But no, no, I think you're right. If you're comfortable to like share whatever it is you want to share and wear whatever it is you want to wear, go for it. I just don't understand how it became marketed as a Halloween thing, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But Maybe it's a cliche that went on for too long. I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I don't dress up in any sexy lingerie for Halloween, unfortunately. That's <laughs> something for the OnlyFans account. That's just something for a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Casual Friday <laughs> at work. Exactly. I can slip into something comfortable. And <laughs> oh, yeah. A sexy laundry Wednesday. Yeah. But uh, 
No, Halloween. So I don't really celebrate it all that much. However, we did think it was going to be a good excuse to get Chris back on the podcast. Ooh. Chris Sinister. He has a brilliant name, see? Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about the scariest, creepiest music out there. So you have been warned. We, dude, we also need cool cool names like Chris Sinister. I was thinking about some, but I, I don't know. I couldn't decide. Yeah, uh, Ashley the Abomination. That's me. There we go. Done. That's also my wrestling name. <laughs> so abortion, Ashley. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! There's a Cradle of Filth song that's called Lord Abortion. Ah, uh, Lord Abortion. Yeah. Okay, nice. So, um, a follow-up on something we did a little while ago. Uh, what's that riff? Yeah, one has been identified. Oh, by whom? By it. By a listener, I can't remember their name, but but a listener has identified that last week's What's That Riff, where I had the most rubbery sounding E string, <laughs> which will be delighted to know I've now changed the strings on my oh. guitars. So <laughs> it does you. sound better <laughs> with the Didarios, and they're really good. Yeah. So, um, really good, great actually. So, um, uh, there's that. But I was playing a song and I said it might, I think it was just three notes. It just kind of goes like, dum, boom, 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 boom. that's all yeah. it does. Is Royal Blood, Ooh. 10 Ton Skeleton. Ooh. Oh, it's, it's, it's the fitting for Halloween. Playing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was actually <laughs> completely by accident. Uh, a song that came out in October 2014. And uh, it does sound exactly as I played it. And I did play the riff correctly. So here's what that sounds like properly. So that's that. Ten-tongued skeleton. Royal blood. Cool. So thank you, listener, of whom I can't remember your name because I'm not logged into Facebook. But thank you. Thank you. Uh, for your contribution. You were correct. Cool. I've now sent Chance back to our previous episodes to identify the other riffs. Oh, too. right. And now, time for our special guest. So this week's edition of BPM Pod is a bit of a scary, ooh, creepy, everyone make noises, ah, reverb again, a special silly edition to talk about Halloween. But the guest who's with us is anything but stupid and silly. He's uh, super talented, involved in loads of cool stuff, has knowledge of the horror movie genre like nothing I've ever seen or heard before. It's incredible. Scary. And it, it is scary. It is, <laughs> oh. for sure. <laughs> And just has a wonderful name. So please welcome, on return to the podcast, Mr. Chris Sinister. Hi, everybody. Yay. How are you? Doing fine, doing great. As it was explained to you before in private, we, I'm, I'm just moving to this beautiful island that it's uh, it's almost winter and I, I don't feel it because it's like 20, 25 degrees still. But... It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, living the life. Living the life. <laughs> Um, you've been you've been on the podcast before, and we're going to talk about you and your music a bit later on. But we're going right. to also involve you this week as like the third host. So you've got a big big honor on this episode. No um, pressure. No pressure. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> no pressure. Um, just tell people uh, who probably haven't caught you on here before about yourself quickly, where they can find you, and uh, yeah, what it is you're up to. Just a very quick introduction to Mister Sinister. Right, uh, musician. I'm a musician, composer. Uh, horror movies aficionados, video games aficionado, and uh, you can find me everywhere basically. If, uh, all the social medias that you can think of uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, if anybody uses it still, I, I have no clue. I, I probably it's like one year that I don't even log in into Tumblr. But. And um, I'm. Uh, I'm a fan of uh, rock and roll in general, punk rock, heavy metal. So if you like any of these kind of things, and of course, related movies and related video games, if you like any of these kind of things, just like come and search for my pages. You will, uh, you will like what you find. <laughs> I like that. Said with cool. confidence. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, we're going to be talking about Halloween and scary songs a bit later on, as well as your music. But before you joined... Uh, Mark, as we're calling Chris this week. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> Mark. Mark and I. With a C, please. With a C. Mark with a C. 
It's an inside joke. He's his middle name is Mark with a C. Yeah, he okay. got very he got he got very picky that it had to have a C at the end. C so. as a cake. <laughs> C as a well, I I understand you. I totally understand it because my name is actually my nickname is Chris with a K, but my real name is Christian with a C H. So I always ah. have to say Chris with the H. Ah, Christian with the H. So it's like a, I know I know how you feel. It's always a little bit. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we dropped the C bomb already. Great, um, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Um, how do you even celebrate Halloween, Sinister? Do you celebrate uh, Halloween at all, or not really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love to. I love to. Actually, the last years, uh, we had the last two years of lockdown. We had much more time with my girlfriend. But usually, uh, I was always or playing, or there was something going on, an event or something that always like kept me away from celebrating properly the Halloween the way I like but last the last two years with my girlfriend we had thanks to the thanks to the lockdown we had a little bit more time so we uh, carved pumpkins and we had our dresses we had some scary drinks and and we had our little little celebration at home watching some movies having like uh, vintage music horror music playlists playing and uh, it was fun it was fun it was getting getting a little bit back with uh with the way i like to celebrate halloween you know hmm. just just the thing we're missing we're friends around but we were drunk so who cares <laughs> <laughs> that's a good good sort of way to look at life in general but we were drunk so who cares <laughs> Why not? drunk or high or yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> anything in between <laughs> right but now we're coming up to the scary time of year. Do, do either of you, I don't know who wants to take it first, Chris or Chris, Chris do you have any? Do you have any creepy stories? Have you ever had anything weird happen to you? Any ghostly phenomena or something? Chris, you, you okay. first. Um, I had once uh, with a friend. We pulled an all-nighter. How old were we? Probably sixteen, I think. And we weren't drunk. Um, we just pulled an all-nighter and we were like basically just chilling at a window and we both saw a like a, a fiery red ring in the sky for mm. a couple of seconds and we were both like we didn't say anything ju just went quiet looked at each other like did you see that too yep okay let's not talk about it <laughs> that was weird and, and we never saw it again and we i can't explain Chris, you said you're a video game aficionado as well. You have played, I bet, Zelda Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. When yeah. the when Death Mountain has oh, the Death Mountain, yeah, right? That's what it reminded me of. And I, okay. to this day, I don't know. Maybe it was a new UFO. I, I don't Ooh. know. But yeah, that was that was weird. It's just not creepy, but just like, ah, uh, that was. I don't know what that was, and I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, think about the consequences of that dream. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it could be that uh, it was something like uh, maybe uh, a meteorite going through the atmosphere. Yeah, or I think so. Stuff, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems most, the most likely. Plausible, uh, yeah. But still, creepy. Yeah, when you're six, when you're 16 and out and it's dark and you're just wandering around, that's pretty creepy still. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had a similar... Uh, I, I witnessed a similar event, actually, in, um, in my hometown where I grew up, in Rimini on the Adriatic Sea, the east coast of Italy. Uh, one night I was out with my friends, we were probably even younger than 16, and uh, there was a big ball of fire that, uh, it's not the Jerry Lewis one, unfortunately, <laughs> because those were two big balls of fire, and instead this one was like, um, I don't know, probably it was an impact with the atmosphere, was something like that, a meteorite, I have no clue, and it um, enlightened the full sky, and it was like over midnight, and there was nothing on the newspaper, so we saw, really saw this big ball of fire going through the atmosphere and the sky, and uh, nothing on the newspapers day after, nothing on the TV news, nothing on websites, nothing. I have another one. Uh, I was around with this band playing called Resurrex, so horror punk psychobilly from from LA. I was their bass player for three for three tours in, in Europe. And once we played south of Germany at the border with Switzerland, and uh, it was basically the party of a mental institution. 
Oh, so we, we were playing in the garden under a tent uh, for the people of the village and the, 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 the guys um, of, the, of the mental institution. So there were handicapped people, people with the Down syndrome, people with mental issues and diseases and stuff. Uh, when so they, they gave us basically a wing of the building where we could sleep, and there were a bunch of rooms. There was a very big like hall with beds, and that's where we slept. And there were then a bunch of rooms. The rooms were still with clothes inside. There were dolls. There was a bunch of creepy shit inside there. And so we have, we avoided sleeping there and we slept in the hall where there were beds. So already during the day these these people that were that were staying there uh, tried to get in, but there was the a, a padlock with a with a a code, a security code to yeah. get inside where yeah, they were yeah. staying. So probably they made it on purpose to let them come in because they know they would have come in because anyways they're home. So you know, yeah. so we were the guests. Um, it's it comes time to after the night we were all drunk. Comes time to go to bed and we go in and there were very weird sounds, but we strange noises. We didn't really care because that the other wing, that the, the side wing of where we were staying, there were still these people. And so we all fell asleep. And during the night, I dreamed uh, that there were there were hands taking me away from bed. Oh! <laughs> I was sleeping in the same bed with my girlfriend. It was a single bed, and we were both sleeping there. It was my girlfriend with me because she was dancing for the band. And uh, she told me the day after I didn't wake up, but I had this dream. And she told me that there was actually she she woke up and she had to pull me back in bed because there was something dragging me out of bed. Oh my god. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome but creepy. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a start of a movie. They played for the patients, <laughs> but now they are the patients themselves. Yeah. The concert at the mental institution. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty it was pretty freaky. The feeling that they after was yeah. also pretty freaky. Why do we call it instrumental institution? I don't have anything that creepy. I have three very quickly, but they go from weird to explainable very easily. So okay. weirdest one was when I was about six or seven. We were staying at my uncle's house, and I remember this vividly. I saw this like cloud go through a wall indoors it just was and i was about six or seven i was in bed a bit late and i vividly remember this sort of just it looked like steam and it just went through a wall and about 10 years later i remember talking to my sister about it and she was like wait you saw that thing at my uncle's house kim you saw it at his house i was like yeah yeah she was like oh me too i'd seen it there like two or three times i kind of just thought everyone knew about it and i was like no like that's weird <laughs> So I don't know what that was. I have no clue. So but steam my, going through the wall, like it was like a cl like a like a cloud, like a blue a, a luminous ghost. cloud. It was, was weird. Was anyway, it was fucking weird. So that one we don't talk about so much. But you get um, it, you vape, bro. Yeah, I vaped exactly. That's all it was. I vaped. But but uh, so that one I don't know. The second one I went on a ghost hunt when I was nineteen, yeah. a proper one, which was to promote. So, okay. So for a little while, I was a film critic for the student newspaper, and we were invited to the premiere of Paranormal Activity 2. Oh, and yeah. for this, they decided, before the movie, to hype everyone up and scare people, to go on a ghost hunt at London Bridge, I think it was. Anyway, and the, there's some old dungeons under there and stuff. So we went down with, like, uh, dowsing wires, these things that detect water, like microphones, infrared cameras, all this shit. Cool. Ouija board, stuff like that. And it was like a proper sponsored kind of ghost hunt arranged by Sony Pictures or whoever it was distributed this. Um, now this one I don't think is as creepy as it makes out because they could have so easily set a bunch of stuff up, right, without you knowing. So yeah. that's number one. And two, I think when you have about 20 people in a room and you're all expecting something creepy to happen, mm -hmm. something creepy will happen because you're all kind of prepped, ready. Like, oh, what was that? What was this? What was that? 
but that was still super fucking creepy. We spent six hours underground in London in just like dark corridors where you couldn't see shit. And at one point, me and this guy called Alex, who's since moved to China, maybe he's not alive anymore. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. No, but he was a lovely guy, but I've never heard from him in like 12, 13 years. I hope he's okay. Um, he, um, <laughs> we were locked in this like corridor by this gravestone or like tombstone for an hour and it was absolutely pitch black and I remember this thing kept tugging my leg all the time uh, it was like someone was pulling my leg constantly and I was like freaking out like Alex is that you and he was like no 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 I'm like a couple of meters away he found it really meditative because it's so dark and he was like oh, I'm just gonna have a sleep it's like one o'clock in the morning this is fine <laughs> And I was, like, so creeped out by this. This thing kept grabbing me. Now, I still think it was set up and it was done to scare the critics because it's part of the whole premiere thing. So that's yeah. what I actually think it was. Yeah. But it scared the shit out of me. I had almost a breakdown of sorts. Like, I just oh, started wow. screaming and crying and, like, no, I can't handle this. Like, I'm done in here. But even if it was fake, they... They achieved they, they what they wanted have, to they do. They achieved the goal, okay. They <laughs> did. Scary as fuck. And then is the there, third. Is, are there videos of this? Uh, no, it's like 19, man. Didn't have smartphones then and shit. Oh, okay. Um, the third one, though, which I'm pretty sure has that. Well, it does, it does have an explanation because it's not a creepy thing. It's a natural thing. It just creeped me the fuck out. In Vietnam, when we were there, 2015, I went cycling to a local open mic. They have an open mic at this town. Incidentally, the worst open mic I've ever been to. They have a Vietnamese backing band who will play uh, along to whatever song you play, they said. It turns out this backing band know four chords. Um, and so every song sounds like a fucking rock and roll song from the 50s. It's like two or three chords. They're always in fast pace, always about at least 100 beats a minute. And it's always like, chunk, 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 chunk. that's it. That's all they do. So you try to play a ballad and it turns into a fucking dance hall song. <laughs> it was the worst open mic I've ever been to in my life. And my wife said, remember to take bike lights with you when you cycle. And I said, no, nah, I won't need them. It'll be fine. There's lights on the way home. Well, they had a blackout on the way home. Now, it's not creepy. This is normal. It happens. It was just incredibly fucking dark. And I remember we were staying by this coconut farm or something it was a bit out of the town and cycling back along this road there were lights on on the way there and it was fine after sort of midnight vietnamese people go to bed very early by the way so no one's really out at midnight it was just empty seeing the eyes of animals you don't know what the fuck they are uh. suddenly appear from like bushes and stuff and you're like oh this is creepy uh, i don't like uh. this at all <laughs> so completely natural and normal but holy shit, did it scare me yeah. like nothing else. I just had the flashlight on my phone and I was just holding that on one handlebar and all of a sudden you can see these like big eyes go like from like a bush or something. You're like, oh, I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> Dude, maybe it was the chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pablo, looks like someone sucked the blood out of our goats. Who the hell would do that? You want to know who'll be sucking all these goats? I'm a chupacabra, legendary creature, tiny ass goat, you know I'm gonna eat ya, I suck goats like a bad motherfucker. cobra means goat, chupa means sucker. Before we go to more creepy stuff, let's do a bit of our usual programming, what have we been listening to past week? Before we go into Chris talking about your music, uh, what you're up to, and some creepy songs, what have we been listening to in the past week or two? Oof. Oh, so right now I have this... Um... I have in the upcoming week two casting in uh, in Bari, another Italian city. Some friends that asked me to go play with them. So I'm listening to this band mainly. I'm, I'm rehearsing their songs called Oswari. That already the name is pretty pretty Halloweeny. They are a stoner, stoner, doom, rock and roll band from uh, Bari, Puglia, south of Italy. And it's a mix between Black Sabbath, uh, Led Zeppelin, so Sleep. Uh, it's uh, it's a very interesting, very very interesting band. I suggest nice. you, if you like, to give it a listen.
how can I say, I dropped onto this this band as well called uh, Tales and Legends. This is oh. uh, epic metal, yeah, epic okay. power metal, and mm-hmm. these are friends of mine. They gave me their album, and I can't stop listening to them since they gave me this album. It's incredibly well done, epic metal. This is the first album of the um, of this project. And there is the singer of Bloodbound, a band from Sweden. In this band, they're all Italian, but there is this this singer. And uh, give it a listen. Not particularly Halloweeny, as we could, uh, as we are meaning it, but it got some very good music. So this is basically what I'm I'm listening to in the last in the last week. Chris, what about you? Well, Mark with a C. Yeah. What have you been listening Mark to? Something, something about horse riding. Yeah, <laughs> horse riding. Yeah. I'm so, not joking. No, no, so not not particularly Halloweeny. Um, a student of mine, she plays this uh, because I, t- I teach guitar. Um, a student of mine plays this horse game online, which is called Star Stable, okay. and it seems like a massive thing. Like it has been around for I think 15, 10 to fifteen years, and and apparently girls from the ages of six to twenty five are playing this game. Like you can purchase stuff in there, and I don't know. It seems to be pretty elaborate, but with the story and everything. But yeah, you can of course they pick the money out of people's pockets. But you can additional buy buy additional horses and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. But they have. There's like uh, one of the main characters is a country singer girl, and so they are actually producing songs for the game, which is always cool because it huh. brings the boys and girls, or whatever, to checking out new music, right? And there's this one song she wanted to learn, which is called Soul Riders, <laughs> and it's like a super poppy country thingy, very very quiet and but nicely played, and it's so catchy. So I'm right now listening to horse music. Horse music. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. really, really, really sweet song. Or like, yeah, somber almost, and has like this, like this, like this moral thing in the lyrics going on. Like we we fight together for freedom. I don't know. That we are the soul riders, and yeah. <laughs> So that's what I've been mostly listening to. Wow, (laughs) I did not expect that at all. Soul Riders. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And other than that, I've been checking out Ilvis again. Everybody knows them still from What Does the Fox Say? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What does the fox say? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they have been, like, they are like huge. They're from Norway and they have been doing so much stuff other than this song, even before What Does the Fox Say? And in so many different genres, there's like two tracks which are absolutely amazing. One is The Cabin, and the other one is um, Two Old Friends, I think, which is about a guy, and it's like in the Simon and Garfunkel style, uh, because it was our two brothers, and they can both sing super well and play guitar, and they are doing this song about an old guy who lost his wife some days ago, and he meets another old guy who also lost his wife, and basically, they are spending their days together, fucking shit up. <laughs> uh, they are on the, on top of a bridge and throwing stones at the cars. <laughs> and, and one of them says, I'm aiming at the kids. And put some gravel in a sock. Then they're uh, shooting at horses. And But the music is like this Simon and Garfunkel, like super... <laughs> 
awesomely <laughs> sung two vocals harmonized and it's so cool and like the whole song it suddenly takes a turn into existentialism it's like okay it, it b gets really dark at the end yeah with the whole thing yeah my wife is dead but i still miss her but i have to live on basically and then i they're back to like fucking shit up stuff i've been listening to this week is a band i love we've mentioned literally 50 times my morning jacket they're dropping a surprise album on the 22nd of october cool. the um they've already dropped one this year now they're doing another one so um cool. that's good um it's kind of uh how can i put it classic rock sounding sort of i think on this album they're going to go a bit more um some of the other songs I've done are a bit more Grateful Dead sounding. Some are a little bit more Eagles sounding. But it's sort of this very sort of soft rock, classic rock. But I like them a lot. Uh, they've got two new songs out. One is called Love, 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 which is a very hippie kind of song. I'm not so keen on that one. And the other one is Regularly Scheduled Programming, which I like a lot. And uh, it just ends in noise. Now, I love songs that just end in noise. I really do. I love a build-up to just absolute crap at the end like where it sounds like the guitars have broken and everything's gone mad i love it uh, my wife hates this um and this is one of those songs that i think will be excellent live that you know you have this slow build up that's kind of the songs about how much modern technology sucks and how much we're addicted to smartphones and taking opioids and all this crap and then it just kind of goes into noise and i think live that will be pretty cool to see yeah. this sort of build up to just chaos and what i really like at the end there's like two parallel drum beats going on still keeps the four four but then he's playing another drum beat over the top that sounds like it's in three it's okay. kind of weird it's really like messes with your head a little bit because you start counting in another rhythm and then you're like oh no no it's still four four it's just odd um i really like that uh sort of experimental shit so um my yeah, cool stuff jacket my morning jacket. Chris, should we talk a little bit about you, Mr. Sinister? What you've been up to? And, if uh, you really want... We do. We do. We do. Okay, like, uh, that's cool. So, you've been on here. It was about a year ago you were here for another episode, and we talked a lot about your music then. And I'm right. um, really glad you're back now. But just tell us what's sort of filling your musical adventures these days. What have you been up to? So, you're still on the rockabilly train, or Oof. what's going on? So there's a comeback right now oh. that I'm, I'm back in Italy. There's a comeback to the rockabilly era, to my early days. Uh, so we are at the moment with my, I sh should say, flatmate, neighbor. I don't know how to say it because now we are in this, in this very big house with my girlfriend. And it's not our house. We are renting. But on the other side, so the house is splitting two and on the other side there is my neighbor the owner of this house that is a music producer oh nice and we are working on some very interest interesting stuff if you want to check him out is carlo figus <clears throat> I, a friend of ours that has, it's actually one of my oldest friend in berlin that helped me to like move around and make the first steps in berlin um then came up and sort of asked for help and uh, wanted us in this project uh, and he's he wants to produce basically some uh, early days uh, rock and roll and jazz jazz italian songs in a neo key in a new key and uh, in a rockabilly way let's say cool. rockabilly alt rockabilly alt jazzy way 
And now that's where we're basically working on uh, with uh, Carlo and Maurizio about uh, songs from uh, the early days of Adriano Celentano, Mina, so the very, very, very beginning of the modern Italian music on the jazz side. And I stepped back to play the double bass for this project. Oh, nice. So we are, I'm, I'm getting back to, to the roots. I'm, meanwhile, I'm still like giving lesson on double bass. So I never really stopped to play that. And one of the, one of the two castings I'm going to have next week is for a swing band, a nine piece swing band in body, still with a double bass. So Hell between, yeah. between forties and sixties, the guys are all like people, musicians from the conservatory. So the, the, the big school with a degree. And, um, so let's see, let's see what's going to happen with that. But I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident everything will go well. So actually after our, our meeting here, I have a meeting with the guys to keep on going with a music producer and, uh, and Maurizio to keep on going with the songs of the, of this project. Sweet. Do you so, plan to play any shows and things, or is that a bit too far ahead right now? Hopefully soon. Oswari, that I mentioned before, told me that it's going to be something uh, in December, probably like four or five shows in December, like a mini tour or something like that in Italy. Uh, but right now I have no idea. I'm not, you know, I'm not playing many shows right now. I'm focusing on other things. Of course, if there are shows, better. But um, I'm busy, like, taking care of the house and preparing the, the, these castings, uh, all the songs for this casting and producing this stuff. So I'm not, like, planning shows. If something comes up, of course, I'm in. Uh Let's say December. You will find it out on my on my social media pages. Right now, I I, I don't really know. So, yeah. what are your musical ambitions then, Sinister, coming up? So, you got this. Uh, you got this project that we we're just talking about there, with some music pros to be in a big band. Well, literally a big band, which yeah. will be which will be fun. Anything else that's on your mind to keep you creative? Well, uh, yeah, starting with the shows, actually, as soon as possible, now that we're talking about it, I can't wait. I'm not focusing on it, but I can't wait to start back with shows because, anyway, for a musician, that's life. You can be a studio musician, but it's, it's, never, it's a choice, but it's never like getting back on stage. Getting back on stage is a unique, with people in front, with a crowd in front. Like in Berlin, started again. I saw yeah. some some friends going to shows that it's like everything seems kind of back to normal for limited uh, entrances, limited ad admissions. But still, it's a it's a step forward, you know. After two years of that, and um, I'm actually starting to uh, produce the demos for my next album. Yeah, rock, rock and roll. Like eighties, eighties uh, kind of rock. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking still for influences. Probably there's gonna be some electronic, let's say, inside. Uh, some synth. Nothing, nothing crazy. Not, not purely synth or purely electronic music, but rock with some electronic influences. Cool. Um, let's see. Let's see. Also, that stay, stay tuned. I, I don't want to say too much because I just started to get back on track. And hopefully, like in a year, there will be something coming out, like 2022. Mm -hmm. and, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. You got plans? That's good. I got plans. I always got plans. I'm I, I'm never sleeping. That's good. <laughs> Not with those creepy stories earlier. Never sleeping either. <laughs> right. It's just I can't. I can't yeah. sleep. That, 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 was, that was the problem. That was the beginning of the problem. I can't sleep. <laughs> So when I was researching your stuff, I found videos where you're playing with Adan, Adan Bunila. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a couple of projects together. We started yeah. together in uh, uh, both kind of turnists in uh, the V's. It was a band of Argentinian guys in Berlin. And we started together there. Then we lost track of each other for a little while. And uh, one day I contacted him back again after I saw he was doing some gaming sessions 
at his place and I was like, hey, dude, like, do you remember me? Oh, yeah, of course. Da, da, da. We started to talk and I was like, I, I, would, lo I would love to be part of your, of your um, uh, gaming session videos. And since then, we started probably like I was resident once a month. I was at his place playing a new game or a classic vintage video game or something new for PS4. And we became very good friends after that. We started to work together also at, at my, let's say, second job. And um, I lately I'm helping Adam and the other guys with their uh, YouTube channel, Metal Tube. Yeah. That if you didn't check it out, you should because it's very cool. Are all covers yeah. or famous rock and metal songs re like played and reinterpreted a bit from this ensemble and now I'm on bass. So there's gonna be soon a new a new song coming out and uh, there are plans for the future. And then we had like a very uh kind of small project just for videos also that where we were playing just bass and guitar uh, bass and drums yeah after the super double dragon so uh, yeah. that was the last one that came out yeah yeah uh, uh september 20th right how do you hang on so how do you know the adam then chris you said it like you know who this is i was yeah, like who is that i've toured with the guy <laughs> and i ah, was like nah. okay Dudes everywhere. Uh, he's a cool drummer, like really, really good. We yeah. played a couple of shows five years, four years ago for this, um, I've mentioned it before, like this gothic puppet show thing. You remember, Ash? No. Go uh, on. It was called Dark, Dark Kasperle Theater. Um, Kasperle Theater, German puppet show. Um, yeah. And, and it was um, like a project where we had a live puppet show and we did this like, like gothic metal thing around it and the dude who who thought of this project um his name is goldman and he uh, lola angst was his uh, first band really big project i think he got really big at some point but kind of dropped it and then came up with the whole puppet show thing and it was like really vulgar uh <laughs> so a lot of a lot of fake blood uh, was involved we actually managed to destroy a, a speaker in leipzig because with the with the fake blood and everything now, while you're here, though, Chris, because you're telling us about your music and stuff, we got you here as well because of your supreme horror knowledge for this episode. Um, and you mentioned earlier some songs that are creepy. I'd like to turn our attention to some creepy songs now that make us shiver a little bit. Cool. Um, let's start with Chris Normal, Mark. What have you got? That <laughs> Hang on. I have to cool. open up the script. So my picks for Halloween stuff, creepy stuff. Yeah, pick um, us a few, because you've got a big list of stuff like me, but I'm going to only pick a couple, and I think I've got what the creepiest ones are. Okay. Um, I'm going to drop War of the Worlds, because we already spoke about the Ulas. Uh, we did, thing. although War of the Worlds, Ula. Do you know War of the Worlds, Sinister? The War of the Worlds soundtrack, Jeff Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when the aliens go, Ula, that's creepy as hell. Yeah, um, we were both scared shitless as kids. <laughs> we found so out. That, that was that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to start basically with everything uh, Cradle of Filth puts out, but especially <laughs> the Midian and the Nymphetamine albums, which are somewhat related a bit. Um, and... On the Midian album, there is a like a filler track between songs, um, which is just spoken words, and it's called, of course, Satanic Mantra. Okay. And it's just um, just a, a repetition of words that gets more intense every time it gets repeated. I think it's Archangel, Dark Angel, lend me thy light through death veil till we have heaven in sight. I think that's a and it, it starts whispered and gets louder and louder and there are uh, distorted voices layered, layered, layered and it builds up, builds up, builds up and it just drops and the last time the words are whispered. And I used to, to get myself pumped and full of adrenaline, used to ride by a bike through dark woods, listen to this on max volume on my headphones. Uh, wow. <laughs> it really creeped wow. me out, but I was awake as fuck. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I've got to, I've got to take a second to listen to this. Hold on. Archangel, dark angel, lend me thy light Through death's veil till we have heaven in sight Archangel, dark angel, lend me thy light Through death's veil till we have heaven in sight 
angel, dark angel, lend me thy light. That that is weird. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to call it creepy, but it's yeah, I'm, it's I'm settling. It's odd. Yeah. What else you got, Chris? Um, I have the Silent Hill 2 uh, soundtrack, which I adore. Um, yeah. You can hear Akira Yamaoka in all his glory, especially on Silent Heaven, which is just industrial, noisy, glorious oh, stuff. Silent Heaven on the Silent Hill 2 soundtrack, but I've spoken about this lots of times. Um, his earlier works are more industrial and grungy than his later stuff. My last pick would be not creepy, but more like, well, creepy in a very realistic way would be Porcupine Tree's Heart Attack in a Lay-By, uh, which describes a dude basically having a heart attack in a lay-by and the feeling of absolute like dread and hopelessness. Uh, I think Wilson is at his best when he does sad stuff, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. especially his older Porcupine Tree stuff. I love it so much and that's that's it's not creepy in a ghost monster way but just like me having had uh i had heart problems myself so i kind of can relate to that feeling and he describes it so well just this oh my god something shitty is going to happen and this yeah this hopelessness i think that's creepy in a in a wow. realistic way you know what mm. i mean yeah mm -hmm. yeah sinister what have you got as your creepy songs Creepy songs. My first, first, first pick ever, forever will be The Cramps. Any song of The Cramps. I'm a huge fan, uh, but I have to pick that I also, with Chris and Lou, I, I, I made a cover of it. Uh, you can find the video uh, with a cover and a video. And it's a, I was a teenage werewolf. Second pick, Dracula, Rob Zombie. My second favorite, I'm a very big fan of Rob Zombie, movies, music, and art. And that song, gives you i think gives you the right pump to face halloween in the right way uh, the lyric says uh, also halloweeny in the classic way you know makes you think about i don't know that the monsters the the the, um, uh, the classic dracula movies or adam's family the adam's families it was and i was not really my cup of tea but i can see how they uh, influence the pop culture mm. about horror and Halloween when it was the right moment for it. And uh, right, like riding along with the Adams Family, another TV show was created in that time. Uh, we're talking about the we're talking about the fifties, mm. and it was the Monsters. I don't know mm, if the you monsters. Guys right, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I'm relating a lot. I love that TV show. And then I discovered that Rob Zombie loves that TV show, and um, the Cramps loved that TV show. So it was, you know, became everything made a made made sense, made a very big sense. Um, then. Uh, Video games related, as Chris or Mark with the C said, I go with Resident Evil 7, Go Tell Aunt Rory. Oh my god, yes. I love <laughs> what that. What is track. this? 
Yeah. I love that track. Check it out. I love it's that amazing. track. It's amazing. I'm going to check it out while you talk about it. Go on. Tell me about it. It's just it's just creepy. It's it's a new song, so it doesn't have really that feeling of uh, classic Halloween or classic horror theme. But it, it's much more what Nine Inch Nails started. Those mm. kind of ambient, those kind mm. of effects, you know. So this kind of industrial rock, industrial metal feeling. So a yeah. lot of tracks in reversed and sound effects inside uh, and um, synthesize maybe howling from wolves or uh, the, the 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 verses of the owls or stuff like that and you synthesize with with effects and yeah. keyboards and then it comes out a new sound that it's more electronic than else and uh i really 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 love that song yeah and i think it's based on a like on a children's rhyme uh go tell androdi the old gray goose is dead like uh, yes 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 exactly. yeah and and in this version it's like everybody's dead everybody's dead yeah oh this is yeah dude oh i need to listen to this yeah. <laughs> that's cool <laughs> I've gone for weird shit for my picks. <laughs> not not completely weird, but not quite as beautiful as the way you just put it then. Um, I've got a long list, so I'm only going to pick two, I think. The first one, and this just creeps me out in my nightmares, is by a band called Wolf Eyes. I don't know if you know them. Wolf uh, Eyes. They're an experimental band from America. The song Half Animal, Half Insane. A legitimately petrifying song that's just yeah. mu music it's not music it's it's nonsense actually i hate this song it's like a sound would... installation or something oh it's so bad like really how did you find this i don't know but I remember I found it a long time ago, and um, what 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 happened back then? I have no clue. But it has haunted my dreams ever since this song. It is truly bizarre, um, and and I absolutely hate it. Um, it scares the shit out of me. It um, is. Uh, it's it's weird. And that is a weird song. Uh, and another one, uh, but this is from an artist I really, really love, Tom Waits, you know, artist mm. and actor. Mm. He did a song called What's He Building, which is a spoken word track, and it's kind of just filler on the album. It's not even really a like a song of sorts. He's kind of just reading a poem, and that's just creepy just because Tom Waits is creepy. <laughs> like, he, yeah. he, has, he has such a deep voice, and it's all a little bit odd. Um, and it's just him talking about his neighbour. He's spying on his neighbour and wondering what is he building in a room. And it's just Tom Waits' voice is a bit odd, really. But that's it's a, it's a, sto it's a storytelling song, right? Exactly, yes. It's really more like a spoken word piece. Um, but I'm not sure what is more creepy in this song. Actually, this is what the top comment on YouTube says as well. The fact that Tom Waits is watching his neighbour or the neighbour building something that sounds very sinister and you don't know what it is. Mm. Like, it's kind of odd. That's the point, right? What's he building in there? What the hell is he building in there? I heard he has an ex-wife in some place called Mayor's Income, Tennessee. And he used to have a consulting business in Indonesia. Yeah. So that's an unsettling song. Uh, I'm going to pick three and break my own rule. And that is ELO, Fire on High, Electric Light Orchestra. I don't know if either of you know Electric Light Orchestra, but they did a song called Fire on High. It's not a creepy song. The first 20 seconds or so are creepy because it has backwards, you know, backmaster lyrics. 
which when I was sort of five years old and first heard this scared the absolute shit out of me hearing this voice go like it scared me horribly The music is reversible, but time is Turn back, turn back, turn back, turn back. And the, the front cover of the album is the electric chair. So when my dad sent me this when I was younger, I was just like, it creeped me out for for the weeks really um now i've gotten older i've realized it's not creepy at all and if you reverse what he's saying he says the music is reversible but time is not in other words uh. stop wasting your time reversing <laughs> this record um which is quite funny so uh, <laughs> but the first few seconds of that song are genuinely bizarre so i would go with one horrible honorable mention that shit like Go for it. Go for it. Honorable mention. And it's Mm -hmm. uh, when I saw the video, music was not really my kind. But when I saw the video, I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? Affix Twin, Johnny Rubber. Oh, yeah. I don't (laughs) know this one. Rubber Johnny. I don't know this one. Okay. Affix Twin is weird. (laughs) Yeah. It's freaky. It's very freaky. And I had the feeling that they took this character out of context a little bit in... uh, the Heels of Eyes, the remake of 2000. Let me see. There's one character in The Heels of... Do you know the movie The Heels of Eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And the remake of... Um, not the original, but... Uh, uh, there's one character when the the main character of the family goes <laughs> in the little town where all the freaks are, there's one character inside the house on the wheelchair that reminds me of uh, Rabbit Johnny. Oh my God, this is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, this is awful. I actually can't watch the rest of that. I That's... think those those videos uh, like has been mentioned countless times in these um, the ten weirdest videos on the internet yeah. uh, lists. <laughs> yeah, what the possible. hell is that? That is possible. one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and and you can tell it's going to be bizarre when the top comment on YouTube said, "I remember watching this on Ebaum's World in two thousand five. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. ages ago ages ebaum's ago. world was the weirdest website i mm. think i've ever been on the videos that were on there were like shocking actually yeah. what's the other afix twin that always comes to- oh come to daddy come this to one. daddy yeah. when everybody got his face right yeah yeah, yeah 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 well there we go and with that suitably scaring me <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um i feel awful uh, now I feel better because now I've looked at Aphex Twin and he's from Cornwall, England. And his real name is Richard David James. Yeah. So, <laughs> a very, very typical I've... name. Very like... Yeah. <laughs> very British. So now very I feel British. less scared. Very British. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for being here today. You're very stuff. welcome. I, you know I love to talk about this kind of stuff. So um, I will always be a guest for you when, when well, there's a thank talk you. about horror. Cool. That's lovely of you. Um, anything else you want to remind people about before you jump off? Your socials, where you want to go, what's coming up? Anything you want to leave the people with? People can follow me on, on all my social media. So just come and check out like Mr. Sinister Chris or Chris Sinister. They're going to find out all the pages that I'm on and the new music uh, that I'm working on. And right now, they will probably have a glimpse of Halloween because we're approaching it. And they will have also a glimpse of where I'm living because I'm posting also some pictures of um, 
the seaside or the mountains. Actually, talking about Halloween, in Sardinia, there are some uh, creepy stories, a lot of creepy stories and a lot of creepy characters, like the Mamutones. Mamutones were uh, some sort of... Um, um, oh, man, now I, 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 I forget the name. What's the name of the monster from the mountains from Austria that kidnapped kids? Ooh. The Krampus. The Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. Yeah, Krampus. yeah, yeah. And they are a sort of Krampus. So they were stealing stuff from the street. If you would have left stuff like shoes or something like that on the street, they would have taken it with them. They carry coil. And they kidnap kids as well. And they uh, are all dressed up with in black with fur of sheeps. You know, Sardinia is the land of sheep. There are a lot of shepherds still. And uh, so these characters are always walking around the cities in groups of 10 during the fest right now, of course, during the festivities. But it's a it's a character. It's a mask typical from Sardinia that uh, it's uh, dated like uh, hundreds of years ago. And um, the meaning of the Mamutones is to uh, aware people that we're going into winter. Mm. Okay? But, of course, they give you certain signs. Like, if you leave something out, winter is coming. You could not find it because somebody else maybe going to come, come pass by. They are very cold. They're going to take it if you leave mm. clothes outside. Or don't leave your kids out during winter because they could never come back. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's always this social, of course, pagan social meaning behind. Yeah. But it's uh, it's uh, very impressive the festivity that they do. So they shake, they have bells, and they dance, and they shake bells while they walk through a city. Ching, 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 ching. So make it very, very, very creepy. And Sardinia also, um, there are the nuraghe. There are very old buildings made of stones. They're not actually buildings. They are more like towers that nobody knows what they were about. They could have been temples for uh, for praying. They could have tombs. They could have been just uh, uh, monuments hmm. to maybe discourage enemies to get inside because they were massive. And uh, they had a whole like tunnel path underground, very big holes and tunnel paths under the ground so they were usually on top of hills and all the inside of the hill it's digged and tunnel mm. tunnels were made out of it mm. and um and nobody knows when they are dated they could be actually easily before christ or even wow. earlier than that and nobody's because nobody know when they are actually dated because uh, there it's no there's no clear history about it, documented. And when the war came here, Second World War mainly, they bombed everything or almost mm, everything. Mm, mm. And um, that, of course, made it difficult to to trace any any year. You know, when you like erase history mm, mm. somehow, and not only Second World War, even before. Sardinia being an island has always been like attacked from several sides from by the Spanish, by the Moroccans, Greece came here, everybody literally came here. There's also a story that uh, um, Ramseta II, so from Egypt, the pharaoh, wanted the people from Sardinia, the warriors from Sardinia, to be his personal escorts and his personal warriors. So there's a, you know, there's a lot of history in this mm -hmm. land and it's vibrating still. So if you check my pages, you will see a lot of now, uh, a lot of pictures, the stories and post a lot of uh, pictures from the land. And I think it's beautiful. There's a reason why I, I wanted to move here. Yeah. Cool. cool. So historian. And uh, horror aficionado. Horror aficionado. <laughs> no, historian, no. not really. Just for now. Just for now. I just arrived. Rockabilly, legend, and otherwise. Chris, thank you very much. You're very welcome, guys. Thank you for having me. What, what a, a cool nice guy. Blow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
No, he, yeah, he's really nice. That's awesome. And has an insane musical knowledge like yourself. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't know how you two remember all of this shit. Like, <laughs> really? I can, what I can definitely learn from him, from him is how to self-promote. Because he does that effortlessly. And he has I a lot of always, confidence. Yeah, and I should have more, I think. We should have more. Yeah, we're pretty bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's round off with something nice to finish off. Although I can already see what you're putting on the Desert Island playlist. And it's probably slightly horror-themed. <laughs> but uh, but let's try to re- remind ourselves we're on a lovely desert island. And uh, we're going to starve to death unless we get off. But at least we have music. So what is on the Desert Island playlist this week? I added... And it sounds like horror, but it is not, though. Um, hang on, where's the script again? I added Ghosts. Um, Mary on a Cross, I think it's, it's the name, right? It is. Oh, yeah. Man, Tobias Forge, is this Forge? Forge is his name? Oh, I can't remember his name, but they're Swedish, I know that. And Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, the dude has found his ultimate sound, I think, over the last one and two albums. Man, I, I get why people... Ghost is one of those bands you either love them or you hate them. Mm, <laughs> I, think, mm. I think many people dislike them because they got so quick, so famous, so huge. Mm. They opened for Metallica even. Mm, and mm. he has this super cool blend of modern sound with 70s and 80s element without sounding too forced or cliche. Mm. And his vocal work is just inspiring. So good, good suggestion. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. Ghost, mate. Um... Speaking of British, I'm going to put on the Beatles. Although they, oh, Beatles? They're from Liverpool, and they don't sound anything like I just tried to impersonate. <laughs> Why don't Liverpool? All right, calm down. Um, they when I was like, in Liverpool, I didn't understand shit on the streets. I was like, this isn't English. I can't understand this. Because it's, it's not. Um, sorry, it, everyone in Liverpool. For the for the accent, right? It's Scouse. Yeah, well, right, right, yeah. So um, it's a very, very difficult to understand dialect and accent. Really mm. difficult. Even for British people, it's quite difficult. Um, so anyway, so speaking of the Beatles and Liverpudlians, A Day in the Life. I love that song, Beatles song. I think everyone yeah. loves that song. I don't yeah. know anyone who doesn't like that song. <laughs> um, but Neil Young did a wonderful version as well. Again, a song that ends in noise, which I love. So um, he uh, did that. Um so both versions, but yeah, The Beatles, A Day in the Life. A wonderful album and uh, a wonderful album, wonderful song. Thanks for this. As always, 